Fighter in Shas. We are in Daf Tzadi, picking up mom, pay test some abase by the bottom of the page by the Mishnah. About a Mishnah. Zuck the Heilige Heilige Mishnah. Shanae Gitin Ushteksuvas. Let's say you have a woman, she has two Gitin and she has two Ksuvas. What are we talking? What's the case? That is that the husband, a man and woman got married. They got divorced, got remarried with another Ksuba, then they got divorced again. So he has two Gitin, he has two Ksuvas. In such a case, she has two ksubas. Go ksubas. She's able to get two different ksubas. Rashi points out that the get that was given, I'm sorry, that the uh, the date of the first ksuba is before the first divorce, and the date of the ksuba, second uh, ksuba is before the second divorce. Now, what about a whole list of cases now? Whatever, she has two ksubas, which only has one get. Right? So what happened was, is that basically she has two ksubas that were written before she got divorced. She got married, here's a ksuba, and another ksuba. And now, then she gets divorced. Now, why would that be? We'll see, Rashi says. Oh, or she has one ksuba and two gitin. That is, he wrote a ksuba. They got divorced. Then they got remarried, and they kept that same ksuba, and then got divorced again. Oh, ksuba v'get umisa. Or, it's the case of which is a ksuba, a get, and misa. What does that mean? That means that he got, they got married. He gave a ksuba. They got divorced. Then they got remarried without another ksuba. And then he died. What does she do? She brings Adam that say that her husband died after they got remarried. And now she wants to have two ksubas, one for the from the from the first case of when she got divorced, first marriage, and the second one when she became an almana. In all these cases, she only gets one ksuba. If a person goes and divorces his wife and remarries her, and there's no new ksuba that's written over there, then clearly what it means is, I'm a ksuba he's marrying her from considered uh, aldas, her first ksuba. It's just a continuation of the first one. Frek the Heilige Gemara. We're talking about the case where there's two ksubas, only one get, so what does she do? If she wants, she can take from the first ksuba, and if she wants, she can take from the second ksuba. We should say that then this is a tiyufta, a knockoff, a refutation to Rav Nachman Mishmuel. We have two stars, one coming right after another. Right, uh, Rashi says, Both them are on one loan, but it's one after the other. Oh, on one sale. Then, what's it then? The second one is going to nullify and mevato the first one. It gets rid of it. Rashi says that you could, you could collect from it from the second time. They came into cost of. Must be the first, second one's being written in order to go ahead and get rid of the uh, the first one. Second one's for, to, to nullify the first one. So, what, what, what is the Shaira? From the fact that we said she could take from whichever Kisuf you want, it must be that it's knocking her off. It's knocking her off of uh, Rav Nachman. Uh, now, it says, Gemara, Lav Itma Allah. Amar of Papa, Umodur of Nachman. But didn't we say about that, that Rav, Rav Nachman is maskim, the Osef Beidikla, that if the, he added a palm tree and the second star, the Tosefis Kasve, then he's writing as a Tosefis. In other words, he's writing a second one in order to be in a continuation of the first one. Therefore, it's not nullifying it. Halcha, Nami Bidosefa. So let's say you're in Mishnah also talking about the case where the husband added something in the second Ksuba. Now, Rashi explains it can't mean that she's going to take both of them now because he didn't write in the second one that this is an addition to. So, therefore, we understand it to be that it's two different options. She could either go with the earlier style, which is going to be a greater shebud if he had sold other properties after that particular time, since it's an earlier time, right? Any time that a person has a shebud, he has a certain... Um, uh, um, that he has to be paying someone, and then he sells land, all that land is leaned to that original 
person in case they don't have the money to have their fortune grab from it. Uh, but what happens if there's a later date, then maybe there's less land that was under that uh, under that jurisdiction, and therefore, would you like the early one when you have more of a parity to take certain things, or would you like the later one uh, that you're going to have the ability to perhaps get even more, but you can't uh, take from leaned land. So those are the two options you'll have over there, and that's what it means. It says she can take from whatever one she wants. So we don't see that this is, ne- this is necessarily against Rav Nachman, because uh, we could talk about the case of its Sosephus. Let's just go. She pulls out this idea of a get, the Ksuba, and Misa, right? So now she wants to get the double whammy over here of getting two different things. She was remarried. She got remarried to the first husband after the divorce. Now wants to get two Ksubas. Once as a divorcee, as a, as a uh, grusha, one is an almana. Peep, turn the page. Zavtadi. Im get called the Maksuba. If we're talking about the date, the date of the get is that is before that of the ksuba, meaning that when he got remarried to her after they got divorced, he wrote a new ksuba. Go with six ksubas, he can go ahead, and now he can get two ksubas, right? Because he gets the, the ksuba, she gets the ksuba of from the first marriage, and the second one clearly wasn't going on the first one because it was one that was written over there, so therefore she gets for that as well. Ksuba kodemus legat, but if the date of the ksuba was before that of the get, meaning that it was written for the first one, enu gov ksuba achas, why? Shavagar shesisu vechzira, if he divorced and remarries her, amenas ksuba yishan vechzira, he's returning her, getting remarried her on the, the das of the original ksuba that was written over there. Zok the next, hey legamesh, na katan shesio aviv, let's say I have a katan, a boy who gets married up by his father, and then he he becomes older. Now we know that this is uh, this doesn't work, right? In other words, uh, it doesn't work. Meaning, a father can only marry off his kitana daughter, right? But he's not going to go ahead and marry his son, and therefore, there's like really nothing's going on. If the kids are cut, they can just walk away. But if they continue married, and then they get uh, to the proper age, so now this is what we're talking about. Then his ksuba, the ones the ksuba is for his wife. Is uh, something which is uh, which is real. It stands. Rashi says shakasavla kishukatan lugabe ger ksuba shakasavla biyosa ovikachav. We're going to see that in just a moment. So let's read this as one more one flow. Katan chisia aviv ksubas like hayemes ksuba is there and shal menas kain kima because for that that she was mekayim and always she stayed married. Gershin is garyusho imo. Let's say you have a shaniqua and. Jamal, Jamal and Shaniqua, and what happens? They're married, and then they're Mizgayer, and they do they're Mizgayer together. Then that Ksuba, Ksuba, Sakayama, so you can hold on to that same Ksuba, and uh, like even as a guy, as a Ksuba, hold on to it. Shalman asking, Kaima was on that, on that Das, they uh, were Mikhaim, they, they continued. Sakh the Gemara, Amirav Hun, Loshon Elamana Masayim. It's only second to hear the Man of the Masayim, like the actual, um, how do you say this word in English? Principle, like the Karen. As she says, Shehain Tanai Bezin, Dilu Bishtar, Logavia, the Chasvama. With the Shtar, they're not going to be Gavia because it's just like a piece of paper. Avot Tosefes Einla. But she doesn't have any Tosefes. It's not considered that they have any extra. She doesn't get any extra, only the Mana Messiah. Avihuda argues, Avihuda Omer, Avihuda Tosefes, so she even gets the Tosefes, even the extra stuff over there. May say, in fact, the Gemara, is that really true? Really, Avihuda? But we know that it says, Chitshu, Natal Smash Chitshu. If they're mechadish, in other words, we're talking about the little kid, the boy who becomes an adult, or the one who's megayer. So then, what happens? They take only what they chitu nutelas mashe chitu. 
That is, if once they became a, he became a gadol, and once they became Jews, then all of a sudden he was mechadish things. He added to it, so then she can go ahead and she can take one shechitu, which means chitu in lo chitu lo. And if there was added to it, then yes. If not, then no. Which means to say, not like we said that the tosafis is going to be added. We should say, we explained that what the Baisa means, she collects also what they added. Besides the Tosefes that was there beforehand, she also gets that which was added. Rashi says, But doesn't say that in, in, um, in Tosefes. Um, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. basula gova mana. This is another Brysa which says that if she's the, the new stuff, she takes what was new, new sized. But if not, then Basula go Masayim and Valmana takes Mana. So Rabbi Yehuda uh, seems to be wrong. He says, Gemara, Tifta, Rabbi Yehuda, Takach, we knock him off. Rabbi Yehuda, Masisin, Atisei. Our Mishta is what messed him up. He made a mistake based off uh, something that's found in our Mishta. Husavik Suvasa Kayamis. He thought that when it says that Aksuba is there, Akula Misaga is going on everything, which means the extra stuff, and which means he's talking about the stuff, uh, the original and with the extra stuff. And that's where he made a bit of a mistake over there. Akula Misaga, Velohi, but it's not true. Ikriksuba Kayu, it's only going in the Ikriksuba, the main part of it, not the uh, extra stuff. Mazel tov, my friends. Hajan Allah, Hakosav Lishto, finishing off the ninth parak. Of Maseches Suvos. Oh, you know what our minhag is? We say we're finishing it off. We finished it off in Hajin Loch. So it's actually Hajin Loch. If we go back, we take a look at the beginning of the ninth which is not Pei Gimel. Person says, I have nothing to do with any of your stuff. So then the mixer goes on there. Right here. Okay, finish off this. Let's begin the 10th parish. Let's say if a guy marries two women. One woman will call her Miss, Mrs. Red, and the other one will call Mrs. White. So Mrs. Miss Red and Miss White. Umes. And then he dies when they're alive. And now he has to deal with exubus. What does he do? The first one takes before the second one does. That means if there's only enough money to pay one of them, then the first one ends up getting it, the second one ends up getting messed over. And not only that, but the Yorshe Isha, if the woman dies, if, they, if they both the women die, then the Yorshim of the first one gets before the Yorshim of the second one. Now, what happens if he marries the first wife and then she dies? So he marries white. I'm sorry, red, red. I was going with red, just to keep my mind red, white, and blue, you know, for those Americans. Those non-Americans, apologies. Um, well, no apologies, just like some sort of ISIS. Point is that Mrs. Red, and then he marries Mrs. Red, and then she dies, and then afterwards, then he goes, Nasashneo, Mace who, marries white, and then he dies. Oh, now we got some interesting things going on over here. We're about to jump into the world of Ksuvas Banim Dichrin, which is something we saw a few, a while ago, in the Nuns, about uh, what's Ksuvas Banim Dichrin, uh, or we'll call it maybe CBD, Ksuvas Banim Dichrin, Hamivin Yavin. And that's the following idea. That is, Ksuvas Banim Dichrin is that if a man marries a woman, now the woman comes into the relationship with a dowry. Now, her father, right, the, the Shver, he's not interested in his stuff coming in there, and then when, if, if, her, if, her, if she ends up dying, um, then all the stuff going to him, and if he ends up marrying another woman, and then, you know, he ends up dying, so now what's going to be happening, the father-in-law is up giving up all of his stuff, not to his line of kids, but it's going to get split amongst these random kids from the second wife, and he doesn't want that to happen, so there's a general understanding that all that stuff that's going from her will end up going to her kids. So that's called Ksuvas Banin Dichren. So Red, Mrs. Red's kids, end up getting her ksuba, end up getting the, also all the stuff that came in from the dowry. 
Now, so when he marries Red, and then what ends up happening is Red dies, although eventually it can go to them, that's only if he ends up dying. If he doesn't die in the meantime, then what ends up is the stuff goes to falls to him as Yerusha, and then if he dies, then it goes and falls to them. But then we have the next stage, that he goes and marries somebody else, and Shnia, what ends up happening now, Nasa Shnia, Umesu, then he ends up dying. So he marries Red, uh, marries Red, then Red dies, then he marries White, and then he dies, the second wife or her Yershin actually have Kadima, they get priority over the Yershim of the first wife in getting the Ksuba. This is a case of a Balichov versus Yershim. A Balichov always takes precedence over Yershim. So since over here we're talking about the case that the kids, the Ksuba's Bonin is considered a Yerusha. But when a woman, when a man dies, that's a pithiksuba, that's called a chov. Therefore, the second one and the Yershim come before the first one because of the fact that they are considered a chov. Rashi says, she balas chov. Ava rishonam boyin liyareshes avien, daha inen yorsen tenan, lefikach parin es a chov, tchilo vashay yerusha. First, pay the, 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 the chov, and then afterwards you can deal with the yerusha. Gemara is going to come with a little bit of an inference over here and say, Mita katania rishonah kodam asoshia, for the fact that you said that the second one, the first one comes before, that the first one comes with the second one. This is talking about in the regular case when the man marries two women. He marries red and then he marries white. Right? Shayashimisa the Rishona has the first one has his Kadima that implies Velokat and it doesn't say Velokatani Hari Shona Yeshlovashne Ainla. The Rishona has in the second one doesn't have Mikhlal the Ikad Mishnia Vatasa. That implies that if the second one Taka jumped up and grabbed it, Lumbakinamina, we wouldn't take it away from her. She would be able to be Zoch in such a thing. Shmamina Balchov Meulchar Shakadum Bagava Mashagava Gava. That comes to tell us that let's say you have somebody goes and borrows money. Right? Bob goes to to uh, let's say George, and he's like, "Hey George, can I borrow hundred bucks? No problem. He borrows hundred bucks." And then afterwards, he goes to John. He's like, "Can I borrow hundred bucks?" He goes, "Sure." So who has the kadim over here? George. But what happens is, let's say um, uh, the the second guy who I said I don't know who I said anymore. <laughs> John comes and he grabs before George, then a taka would work. Oh, so we learn enough from the way that Amos is speaking. Says Gemara, no, nope. What he grabs will not work. And what does it mean when the Mishnah says that she has Kadima? means legame It means she has Kadima entirely, in total, and that is she gets it and the other one gets nothing. Right? She says, legame The other one gets nothing. Now the Gemara says, We start to see this idea that um, Kadima doesn't have to mean that before the other one, but it means entirely. We find that the Mishnah says in reference to Yerusha about sons and daughters, it says that the son, the son comes before the daughter. Now, what does that mean, comes before the daughter? It means entirely. Only the bent doesn't, the daughter gets nothing. It means entirely. Some learn the inference the opposite way. For the fact that it didn't say that if the second were to grab that we don't be motzim yadam, that we don't take it from from her possession. So she were to grab it, then mafkinamina, that we actually would take it away and give it back to the first. So we have a right opposite. could work. And I did the ton of shnia, since it says by in the second case. That the Tanishnia Vyoshea Kodmin Vyoshea Rishon. Ah, I the Tanishnia Vyoshea Kodmin Vyoshea Rishona. What I'm attempting to spit out here is not working. It's an ID the Tani Tani Shtika. Leolam Elochal Mashagava Gava. I did the Tanishnia Vyoshea Kodmin Vyoshea Rishona. Since by our Mishnah, 
We said in the last case that the second wife or her Yoshim get priority over the first one, the Yoshim of the first one, right? We're in such a case that the first one can't keep it even if they grabbed it. Beep, turn the page. We also use the same Lashen as well. That's But it's not a Raya to say that that would actually be the same Din. Now the Mishnah jumps in and we go, uh, the Gemara jumps into the next part of the Mishnah. We said that, again, this guy marries, this man marries white, and then white uh, dies, and then he marries red, and then he dies. So we know that Ksuba's button Dichrin is considered Yerusha, and the, the Ksuba is considered a Chov. So the second one has precedence over the first one. Now, Shema Minatlash, we'll learn out three things from this idea. Shema Minatlash, we'll learn First thing that if a man had two wives and they died, one of them died while he was alive, one died after he already died, then the concept of still exists. I'm not worried there's going to be any sort of fight. One may have thought that when it's only going to exist, the concept of Ksuva that of uh, the Ksuvas Banadichan would only apply where both the wives died before the husband died. In such a case, they're both equal of a din of Ksuvas Banadichan. And even though they have different Ksuvas, what ends up happening, Ksuvas Banadichan would say, each of them, each each white and uh, red and white, each one will get their Ksuba of their mother. And then whatever's left over is going to be split equally. Right? And then they're not going to start to fight with each other because each one is going to be getting from the Papa, and they're going to understand that the Ksubas come differently because they were different sized Ksubas. However, if the second wife died after her husband, in other words, the husband died, then the wife ends up dying. So what's going to happen now? Her sons are considered Bali Chov, who get from a Ksuba from the Tata stuff, and that's a Chov that's owed to the Mama. So what ends up happening now, the white family now, ends up being that they are Bali Chov. Right, they're getting it um, as a chol from the mama. The sons of the first wife, however, are getting as the ksuba, as a yerusha from the tate, from ksuba's banadichrin. So what's going to happen? In such a matzav, maybe you would think that the law of ksuba's banadichrin, this din, shouldn't apply. Because since only one of the yarshim here, meaning of the first one, is getting a ksuba because of this rule of ksuba's banadichrin, so maybe this can cause some sort of fight. Because what's going to happen is that white kids, the second one, they're going to say that the sons of the first one, of reds, shouldn't get like a bigger piece of the father's stuff uh, because Exus Ben is a Yerusha. And they also are Yorish from the Tata. But what do we say in the Mishnah? Exus Ben applies even in such a matzav. So that is the first thing that we end up learning over here. That is, we're not worried about any fight. Now, Mimai, how do we know this from? Midgatani. Midgatani, Shniya, Vyoshir, Kodim, Vyoshirishona, from the fact that it says that the second wife and her Yoshim take over the first one. Migdam, Hu, Dekadmi, Ha, Ika, Shakui. Or it means that they are Kodem, but if there's left over, meaning is enough to pay off the second wife, whatever is necessary, and then the first one's left over there, that also is going to go to Suvas Banadichan, they're going to be able, they're able to, 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 uh, to be Yoshir. Now, there's another thing we learn here. There's a law that we know, this thing called Ksuvas Barandichrin, that which we allow the children to be able to go and take from their mother's stuff. It's We know that the Yerusha will end up by 
the husband, and then the kids maybe will end up get nothing. And the only time we allow this ksuvah's button different thing to come into effect is if there's going to be even a little bit left over, a moser dinar, to be able to go off and pay off uh, the husband or the other yarshim. So now we see, the ksuba itself is considered moser, like left over in, in reference to the other, to chaverta, meaning the other ksuba that's going on over here. And that is, uh, what do we see? That it comes out that the, the extra dinar is only needed when both wives died during the lifetime of the husband, and now both of the Arshim are getting suva because of Ksuvah Benedichim. But in this case, when it's not like that, because one died after, so it ends up being that you're able to go ahead and it's, you're able to pull off this uh, move. It's considered Moser. Mimai, where do we know this from? Midalokatani, im yesha Moser dinner. If it leaves over a dinner also, um, that the, the Arshim of the first wife can get the Ksuvah only in such a case, must be that the Ksuvah. Uh, to the Yarshim of the second wife is considered enough of a Mosar and therefore you don't need anything else. And you're not able to go ahead and grab it from Mishabde from the stuff that was sold by the husband during his lifetime. It's considered like Yerusha, and Yerusha is not able to be taken from uh, stuff that was bought. If you thought you could take it from stuff that was Meshuba, that was that was sold by the husband, then the kids of the first wife can come and get their the mom's ksuba from the kids of the second wife. Now, the Gemara's not going to let them get off so easy with Ishmami Nos. Maskavlo Ravashi. Mimai, how do you know the first thing that we had said? We said three Ishmami Nos. How do you know the first one? Maybe you could really say the flip. That is, that if a person has these two wives and they died, one while he's alive and one after he dies, that they don't have a solution. Mike what does it mean when the Mishnah says that the second one, that's uh, white, Mrs. White, and uh, and her Yershim can go and take over Mrs. Red? What do you mean by such a thing? It's only talking about in reference to Nachla, Yerusha, that only to get their mother's Ksuba over the rest of the stuff that's going to go to the Yarshim, that, that they have. And if you're going to say, why would you need a Mishnah to talk about as the Yarshe, the, the Yarshim of the first wife, if they're not taking uh, from Aksuba? It's just the idea of the The Mishnah says the second one and her Yarshim, it says the first one and her Yarshim. Okay. That's attack on the first Shmamina. Ooh, to come at Ksubanas is most of the Chaver to the second Shmamina. Now it says, maybe not. Domali Olame Melachos say, ain't Ksubanas is most of the Chaver to the Ksuba has not become a Mosai that's like Kilo the Moser Dinar. Vahacha hu deika Moser Dinar. And the case we're talking about Dafka is only if there's a Moser Dinar. In such a case, Ukimta, where there's a Moser Dinar, besides Ksuba, then that's the case, even though the Mishnah doesn't say it out, but that's what needs to be done. So, says the Gemara, This case that we mentioned earlier, that if a person's wife, they died, one when he's alive and one after he dies, that's actually Machlokas Tanoim, what Talach is going to be. The Tanya, only Tanabraisa. Mesu Achas Bechayev Achas Bemoso. If the man's wives died, one during his life, one during his death. Ben Nana Somi says, Yecholom Bnei Rishona, Lomer Levnei Rishnina. The first sons, the, the red red's kids can go and say to white's kids, Bnei Balas Chovatam. You guys are Balas Chov. Tuluk Suvas Imichem Take the Suv of your mother. And then Aroi Sun Stuben. Get out of here.
So we have kids of the first wife tell the kids of the second wife that what, you know, take your mother's tuba, just arroyce, get out of here. And then what's going to happen? The sons of the first wife can take the rest of the stuff of the mm-hmm. papa going in according to the ksuba, the, 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 uh, the, the ksuba's ban and dechren. Rabbi Akiva argues, Rabbi Akiva Omer, kfar kofza nachala milifnei b'nei rishona. This the 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 stuff the estate of the of the father already jumped away from the kids of the first wife. They fell in front of that of the second. Rabbi Akiva is of the opinion that when the husband dies during the life of the second wife, this ksuvas bud and jumps away from the kids of the first wife, becomes part of the estate that the sons of both wives are going to now split. So, and this is even if you have the Moser Diner. So, in Rabbi Kunt Rabbi Akiva, the the ksuva. Ksuzban wasn't set up where one of the wives died during the lifetime and one died after, because right, otherwise you're going to end up with fighting. My lab, this is what they're arguing over. Demar Sava, one of them holds, Achaz Bechayev, Achaz Bamosov. And that is if you have a man and his, his two wives died, one before, one during, while he's alive, one after he dies. Yeishlam Ksuzban and Dichrin. Umar Sava and Rabbi Kiva holds not like that. Achaz Bechayev, Achaz Bamosov, Ein Lehem Ksuzban and Dichrin. If such a case happened, they don't have Ksuzban and Dichrin. Amar not necessarily, no. They were sitting, they were saying, they were talking about this all day, and they said, Even if one died during his life, one died after, there is But here, it's the question is whether Ksuba can become part of the Mosar, the extra for the other ksuba. In other words, is it considered like a dinar? And this is also uh, in reference to if a dinar that's got to be given to a balchov can count as the moser dinar for the ksuba, commifically. That's what they're arguing over. One says that the, the taka does happen, that's Tanakama. It's not the case. And Rabbi is saying about himself, I told them, reference to Balchov, everybody agrees it is considered Mosar. The only Machlokas is in reference to a Ksuba. At the end of the day, that we can say that Tanakam and Kiva are agreeing that Ksuba's Ban and works even if you have a case where one of the Yarshim is not going to end up getting anything over there. If Yosef comes along and he flexes a kasha, he comes against this whole thing. That's really true. That the machlokas of whether or not money is used to be able to say that it's, you have the, um, whether this is considered extra or it's not considered extra. The Machlokas says whether or not Ksuba Nasas Mosa Lechaverta, if that's really the case, Abakiva Omer Kvar Kofsa Nachala, then what's Pshat that we say, Abakiva says that Kvar Kofsa Nachala, it already went away. should say it's only Kofsa Nachala if there's a Mosa if not, then not. They really are arguing about when, when, when one's alive and one is dead. That is the Machlokas Tanaim that's going between the two of them. Okay, my friends, we're not done. We're smack in the middle, but uh, we're going to stop over here and pick this up, Be'ez Hashem, tomorrow. Until then, my friends, I'm going to want to, well, tomorrow's daf. Until then, I want to wish all y'all a great, great day.